Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello! Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, and our guest today is already laughing. Mark. She got a case of the giggles. It's actress and comedian, and she's a host of the podcast Natch Butte. It's Jackie Johnson. Yay. I think y'all are some of the funniest people I've ever met. <laughs> Stop That's it. why I'm in this room. <laughs> That's, That's why, why you're in, in this, this room. <laughs> Thank right you. Right now. Tasteful yellow color. It's Thank very it's calming, right? Which I say love it's calming? it. I used to have a yellow hallway. That's I nice. had one in New York too. I like hallway? a yellow hallway. It sort of like brightens you up. A little accent moment. It's something for the hallway, which is like, oh, it's just a hallway. But it's like, no, you get a lift as you're going from one room to the other. May I ask whose room this is? <laughs> this is the guest room. I was going to say because this is a little bed, and this I was concerned that you yeah, sleep in a little bed. That <laughs> 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 might be a weird person. It's really just it's got a bunch of drawers with a mattress. Yes, on it, really is all it is. We love a storage moment. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, we have to be practical in LA. Of course, you've got to. Wait, you brought this from new york uh-huh why well because we just had a big truck and it oh fit. Wow, oh you drove from here. new york yes how long did that take uh well we had our stuff shipped but our drive was like uh i think eight days we, we decided to do a little road trip because i'd never i've I'd always never wanted trip. to do that even though i hate being in the car drive across the country yeah, yeah. i yeah, just feel like fun. we should as americans did you see mount rushmore uh, we did not go to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Unfortunately, when we drove, it was during the government shutdown, so we were going to go to oh, uh, the Grand Canyon. There was we a couldn't. curtain uh, curtain over yeah. Mount Rushmore. Wrong. No. <laughs> no, this was Obama. Um, oh, anyway, he was even president. better. It wasn't his fault, but yeah. Um, I have been to Mount Rushmore, though. It's lovely. Well, you don't need to brag. It looks smaller than you think it is. I've, well, you're, I've, well, you're yeah. farther away from it yeah. than you'd like to be. <laughs> it's. I've been. I'd still sure. like to see it. I mean, sure. Oh, it's worth Why weird. not? I, we drove across country when I was a kid in a motorhome, but then mm. we had a car accident in Virginia, had oh. a fly home. But we saw the north half of the country, and oh, it was nice. beautiful. Yeah. That's nice. Wyoming, Yellowstone, you mm-hmm. got to see them. You got to go. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, we drove through the Smoky Mountains and went to Dollywood. You got to do that. I got to go to Dollywood. I want to go to Dollywood. That's yeah, my no, birthday Dollywood's wish. So <gasps> what do we make it happen? 
happen? I'm going to this oh, October. That's exciting. Yeah. Have Maybe you been? I'll go. No, I've never sure. been to Nashville. I just want a mug. I have a mug. From Dollywood? Yeah. Oh, just in general, I thought well, you had a mug. Well, I got it from- <laughs> I have a mug. I got it I got it from my ex. I don't drink glasses oh. of coffee. And I pretty much destroyed everything he's given me, pretty much, <laughs> or I got rid of it or gave it away, and I was like, I don't want to get rid of this Dollywood mug, so I still have it. Fair but enough. I'm thinking about getting rid of it. Maybe- you know I think you should. I think you should replace it. With another mug from Dollywood. Yeah, just a get memory. rid of that one yeah. and yeah. buy like, another. Get your because it from says Dollywood. Jackie on it. Sure, sure. There's uh, more than one Jackie one out there. We have my name on it too. It we says, need I will to always love you. Okay, who who do we know named Jackie Clark? I could give Jackie Clark my Dollywood mug. <laughs> sure, no, perfect. She'd Why love not? It. I'm gonna make a call. I mean, if you put that in a Goodwill, it'll be gone in two seconds. A Dollywood yeah. mug with the name Jackie on it. Oh, I mean, there's true. nothing kitschier. How many Jackies are there going to Goodwill every day? <laughs> you know what? I might take it to my local Goodwill and just wait around the corner and yeah, see who with takes sunglasses. it. Yeah. Why not? And then when they pick it up, you say, "You know, there's a story." <laughs> <laughs> my ex-husband got me that mug. You have to start smoking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> done, done. I'll start preparing now for the character. Great, perfect. Okay, I know I said I wanted to only talk an hour, but I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> well, let's get it. Uh, we're going quick. We're gonna get. Let's get into today's movie. What is today's yes. movie? Today's movie, Mark, is Wayne's World. Wayne's World, for those who don't know, is a 1992 American comedy directed by Penelope Spheres. Spheres. Produced by Lauren Michaels, written by Mike Myers and Bonnie and Terry Turner. It stars Myers in his feature film debut as Wayne Campbell and Dana Carvey as Garth Algar, a pair of rock fans who broadcast a public access television show. It also features Rob Lowe, Tia Carrere, Lara Flynn Boyle, Brian Doyle Murray, Chris Farley, Ed O'Neill, Meatloaf, and Alice Cooper. It was released in the U.S. on February 14, 1992, a critical and commercial success. It was the eighth highest grossing film of 1992, and it remains the highest grossing film based on a Saturday Night Live skit. Um, and there was a sequel that was released in 1993, but it did not do well. Really? I love the sequel. Well, Let's talk about that instead. I'm <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> Too late. Jackie, we asked you to pick a movie. Why Wayne's World? What about Wayne's World? Why did you want to talk about Wayne's World? Okay, so I still to this day, if somebody says, what's your favorite movie? I say Wayne's World. Mm. Okay. When I was uh, in 1992, yes. my parents got divorced. Sure. And right. it was the second worst thing that's ever happened to me. Mm. Um, for, first would be my own divorce. Okay. So I'm a double divorce. Like I have a divorce rising and a divorce moon at this point. <laughs> sure. Okay. So my parents' divorce was really, really bad. And it was really hard for, you know, me to have my father, like, move out of the house. And I was the only kid I knew whose parents were divorced. And, I, of course, sis, my sister and I thought it was our fault. Like, right. So my mom sort of bought me a TV, like a guilt TV. <laughs> sure. Okay, sure. And it had a built-in VCR. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. And and she let me pick one movie, and I picked Wayne's World. Now, Wayne's World, I think, was way above, you know, my realm of understanding at seven years old. <laughs> sure. But for some reason, but I wanted... Kind of but I loved, I loved <laughs> SNL. I loved comedy, whatever. Mm, yeah. Sure. So I bought it, and I watched it every single had day. Had you seen it before you no, bought it? No, I had not. You just bought it based I on... Bought you it like leap of faith. I bought it blind. And I ended up watching it every single night. Uh, I would fall asleep to it. Some nights I'd watch the whole movie. Some nights I would fall asleep right after the Bohemian Rhapsody scene. Sure. Sometimes I would. So, sure. But every single night. So I could probably recite the whole movie still. Yeah. And as a kid, it was hilarious. But even as an adult, I, I've every time I rewatch it, I'm like, this holds up. Like, it's the sincerity. It's the silliness. 
Mm-hmm. And it's all of the side little characters yes. that really yeah. make it stand out for me in terms of comedy. And that kind of informed my comedic voice growing up. Uh-huh. And it's You just, do like to say swing a lot. I do say swing. <laughs> Everybody knows that about me. Yeah. You There's know? the swing girl. I, every time you say something, I wait for the knot. <laughs> Always. Every, you know. Hold for knots. Waiting for that knot to drop. <laughs> the knot will drop. Yeah. And if it doesn't, you know you didn't do something right. So not, not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is going well. Not. Oh my god, she wow. turned it on me. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that's why. I just think it's um it's a classic and I again think Wayne's World 2 might be better than Wayne's World 1. I mean, it's really good too. Well, you know the opinion. story of Wayne's World 2 like Mike Myers had written a sequel that was based on like um, a British film about like a small part of London that somehow becomes its own independent nation. So oh. he was going to do like a Wayne and Garth form their own independent nation. They had written a script, sets were being built, everything was happening, but then they found out they didn't have the rights to that movie. Oh. So no. Sherry Lansing tells Mike Myers, "You need to write a new script. You have like a week, basically." Oh my god! So that's how <laughs> Wayne's World Two. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that. That's yeah, crazy. Wikipedia. Wow. Uh, John, what's your history with Wayne's World? Uh, I know I had seen it before, but I think probably just once. Wow. Wow. Um, And it wasn't that I didn't like it. I remember being like when this was brought up, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, Wayne's World. I don't know. For me, it was a movie that I was like, I guess I hadn't thought about it. I didn't imagine I would ever see it again. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so it was it was this was probably my second time seeing it. Wow, I had it on VHS mm-hmm. as well. I was like, when did it come out? 92? So 92. I was 17. Perfect. Okay, perfect. I was a huge SNL fan wow. at the yeah. time. That was my season. So I saw in the theater, I had the soundtrack. I remember in geometry class, our teacher would let us play a CD. I remember playing the Wayne's World wow. CD. I remember so everyone we have singing two along. two Wayne's World stands in the room <laughs> and wow. one. Almost virgin. newbie. Yeah. So it probably had been though like fifteen years since I've seen it. Gotcha. But I thought it's a good time. I don't know. It's fun. Is it maybe the best SNL movie? Probably. I mean, it it's is a to low me. bar. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, true. It's Pat. Um, Night at the Roxbury. Night at the I don't Roxbury. know. Emilio. It had its moments. <laughs> sure. It had its moments. Well, that's our. So as you may or may not know, Jackie, we yeah. are looking for the gayest yes. movie ever. Yes. And we have a very complex and Byzantine scoring system with which we're going. Byzantine. Byzantine. So we're going to go through a bunch of categories. Okay, I can't wait. And then we do the average of each of ours. Then at the end of these categories, you will add a category <gasps> and it will become oh, canon. Oh, my God. The Pressure. So let's no uh, very quickly do the top five. Okay. Where we're at with the top five. So this is the percentage out of total possible points. I'm so excited about this. Number five. I want to know how gay Wayne's World is. We're going to find, find out. out. I'm so excited. Do you have a hunch? <laughs> well, I've been really trying to analyze over the past week that well, I knew I was coming on the okay, show. Like great. I've been, so I have a few. I'm curious. Okay. okay. Showgirls, number five. Showgirls with a 60.55. Number four, Adam's Family Values, 61.99%. Number three, nine to five, 62.63. Number two, Meet Me in St. Louis, 66.49. And still rating champ, The Muppets Take Manhattan with 69.17. So let's see how Wayne's World does. Let's see how we do. So the first category. On what a, is the average movie that y'all have done? Like, what is it, the average score? In the, oh. Like, They're all pretty low. Uh, there's a lot of 40, mostly like okay. 40s. And in the middle of the wow. 40s, it's like Tourist Trap, The I'm Faculty, gonna, gonna, Toy Soldiers. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think Wayne's World's going to be one of the lowest. One of the lowest. I don't know. Well, all right. I'm straight. It's hard we'll for see. me to gauge. I, I can't Fair wait. Fair enough. I can't wait. Right. Recognize your faults. <laughs> yes. Great. So. I'm <laughs> 
Listen. So the first category, homoeroticism. On a okay. scale of zero to 100, <laughs> how homoerotic is Wayne's world? Okay. Well, do I answer first? Yes. Well, we're all going to give like, okay, a score it, of Wayne's world. We're all going to give our individual I feel like I can't speak for homoeroticism, right? Well, because well, I'm straight. you can. It's okay. You're allowed. We're okay. giving you permission. Thank you. Okay. I would say there's not uh, Do you mean for, for, men, for queer men or queer women? Both. Could be okay. Either. Could be well, you know, listen, um, Cassandra's very hot. She's, She's very hot, sexy. Yeah. And her playing the guitar and like wailing, I feel like would be a, like <laughs> sure. a, a lesbian's, like that would be hot. But she sure, doesn't sure. ever have like a lesbian moment. That's true. With not another lady. Character. You're right. Like yeah. it's not rare to see a sexy lady in a movie. That's true. I know. But just the energy with the guitar <laughs> sure, and everything, sure. I feel like is really yeah, if she sexy. Like, if she had that with like women around her. Then you I know totally what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I do think though, I think knowing that there is a female director, there's a lot of like hunky dudes in this movie. No, there's a lot of shirtless dudes. That's definitely. where a lot the homo yeah, yeah, Those yeah. two friends of theirs that's that are kind of dumb and don't really speak much, they're hot. Definitely like Lee Turgeson's character. He's the one, Terry, who's mm-hmm. just like, I love you, man. I love you, like, man. Yes. He's like, no, I really love you. And it's sort of like, <gasps> what's going on here? You're right. So there's I thought he was just like a dr- like a pothead. Like, to I me, he didn't so, scream gay. Just more like the guy who's drunk says, tells he loves But I think he was testing him. to I see if he could truly come out. Now, then that would have been pushed farther. Yeah. I think for sure. 92, that's as far as they were willing to go. I'm not saying he's out now gay, but I think like, I don't know. They're definitely, it made you be like. How he's much had, I, like, he sucked a dick. That character, yes. yes is that sure. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm, or maybe. <laughs> he's, like, touched another guy's balls. Interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's definitely done that. Somehow that seems more intimate than second. <laughs> but, I feel like, but I feel like he wants to. He wants to if he hasn't. I guess. I think he does. Like, yeah. I think he's open to it. Yeah. Like, But I think, like, in his mind, he'd be like, I'm just sharing something with a dude that I love. Like, it's not gay. Like, it's like, I don't want to go antiquing, but I just want to let you know how much I fucking love you. Interesting. That's my guess. You have to go antiquing if you're gay. Of course. <laughs> um, there's also the cop talking about body searches, cavity but it's, but searches. It's also played for like but then later wah. on, it's played for like, wouldn't that be the worst thing to happen panicky, to you? Yeah. There's right, Mike Myers is... prancing in his underwear, done up in a thong. Right, but he doesn't. But that's look not good. like homoerotic. Like that's not. It's him. With Maybe the woman. not to you. But but we're talking about like within the world of the movie. But I guess in that shot, in that scene though, he is the more sexualized of the two. But maybe that's more male. I know, but he doesn't look. But he doesn't look good. <laughs> he looks fine. I, he looks fine. It's, average. It's not played for hotness. Like, right. No. I think the fact that there's tidy whities is what makes it seem like silly. There's also the line, the cream of some young guy. Right. Homoerotic. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> was going to say there is one <laughs> reference to. Yeah. Um, so what? that's pretty much all I found. Yeah, A lot yeah. of sleeveless dudes. The one guitarist in Alice Cooper's band mm-hmm. was pretty sexy. A nice close up of his next chest. To nothing, next to nothing when they were like performing. So what would you give this on a scale of zero to 100? Of, uh, I, that's what I'm saying, what, 20? 20! Yeah, it's not very homoerotic, but I'll give it a 30. 30! He's not afraid to show some, like, dudes. Yeah, I'll give it 33. All righty. Yeah. Interesting. All right, next category. Ac- oh, that gives an average of 27.67. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next category, actual gay characters. Mm-hmm. So I think, again, it's sort of, do we consider Terry gay? I don't, but you guys you can score whatever you want. What I do don't you think? I mean, if y'all don't, then I don't. <laughs> You're allowed to have your voice. Yeah. yeah We're just taking not, the average of the three. Like, but it's also just about, like, what do we think? Yeah. Right. I could see a world where, like, yeah, he was, but they just, because it was not, like, I think if you were to make Wayne's World today, right, you would 
push that character further. Yes, probably. I agree. But just to me, like a guy saying "I love you, man" is such like a, I mean that's the title of a movie. I love you, that man. Is true. It's it true. is such like a trope, a stonery Let's do drunk that movie guy next. trope. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Double <right>. feature. <laughs> I don't think there are any actual I, gay people I in this tend movie. To agree with you on okay, that. I agree. So, so I would have agreed. I would have agreed anyway. I would have. Okay, okay. We don't want to silence your voice, Jackie. I know, but I also don't want to. You're not gonna put on a lens. You know, <laughs> but that's what we asked you here to come yes. here and speak your truth. Okay, put on your rainbow colored glasses. I'll yes, try. Exactly. So, what would you give this on actual gay characters? Uh, is zero okay? You can do zero. Uh, zero. I give zeros all the time. He does a lot of zeros. I'm gonna give it a six because I'm sure someone at that donut shop was gay. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I will also give it a zero. Give it an average of two. All right, Thank next you. category: camp factor. Okay. So, how campy is Wayne's World on scale of zero? I think to 100? there are some campy elements. There's definitely a lot of camp in here. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, Garth is kind of camp, right? Uh, yeah. A little bit. I think that like the talking directly to the camera. I think yeah, mm-hmm. breaking the fourth wall. That. There mm-hmm. were also something. Uh, they also uh, Rob Lowe takes him to that pineapple club. When he first is wooing oh, them, right, inside with those the big tropical pineapple, those drinks. big tropical drinks. There's a tiki, a tiki rest. Tiki, tiki is camp. camp. It sure is. Cultural also appropriation. Was a thing, like a little like thing, <laughs> like what I think this movie is very good at is like having that like, wait, what's happening over in that corner? The first time at their donut shop, uh, Garth is drinking a jelly donut. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's pretty campy. Just Dana Carvey was 37 when he made Wayne's World. Just the fact that a 37-year-old man is playing someone in their early 20s has <laughs> a certain camp. camp. There's also yeah. five also- fun-loving <laughs> girls in a white Mustang convertible. That's pretty campy. This kinda, camp. That kind of gives me hope for my career. Sure. You know, <laughs> when I heard that, I was yeah. like, wow, I have two more years you to can make You can play a co-ed. Yeah. You can be like a slasher movie. Why a gun not? rack. Obviously sped up film speed. All those Dreamweaver moments, yeah. a love boat, a bitter arcade <laughs> owner, <laughs> guest jeans poster, Colin Rob Lowe Camp. as a villain. Literally, Colleen Camp is in this Colleen movie. Camp. What White about electric guitar video set where she's yes, in that the like, jungle like, set. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone wears a necklace with someone's name on it, I think it's camp. camp. A girl in a neck brace crashes her bike over a Trans Am. Product placement is camp. There's yeah. a cash register sound effect. Self-help books about how to pick up women. A day planner. The very song, Why You Want to Break My Heart, is camp. <laughs> Telling a band to take five. <laughs> Alice Cooper's concert. Yeah. Uh, multiple endings, yeah. I would say, oh, is yeah. camp. Yeah. Wearing a snake yep. is camp. Mm-hmm. And a post credit sequence. Well, this yeah. movie is, is very A chia camp. pet. <laughs> it's not not campy. It's no, not, not I agree. Campy. There's a lot of like it's I would pretty call it very dense camp. too. Yeah. yeah, you love that straight camp. It, I don't say I love it, but I would say it's that. Um, so I think it's pretty. There's a lot of camp. It is also one of those dense. It's sometimes you watch it and you feel like there feels like there's a half hour of deleted scenes or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's not missing anything narratively, but it just feels like dense in a way that's kind of nice. I think it's just because mm-hmm. that you so clearly see their world and their right. lives. Yeah. So what would you give this on Camp Factor? I mean, it's pretty... F- with that list? Yeah. 70? 70! Yeah, I was going to go 73. Oh, look at you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you really hate this movie, Jackie. No. <laughs> why did you bring it a movie? Um, I'll also give it a 70. Sure, why not? All right. Look at that. Uh, give an average of 71. All right, next category. Makeover montage on a scale of 0 to 100. Is there a makeover montage? I didn't see, I one. Didn't see I one. I didn't either. But they kind of, they're like makeovers in terms of like their career and their lives. Sure. But not physically. Right. 
Is there are what are are there montages in this movie? I mean, you could say that, really. that they're like, you. I'll go get her. You do the. You steal the stuff from the studio. And that's just multiple timelines. That's not like a montage, okay, though. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I don't think there is one. I don't think so either. Yeah. So what are you gonna give it? A zero. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess I'll have to go zero as well. John, a rare zero and makeover. You haven't given a zero since we watched Scrooge oh. and makeover montage. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. All right, next category, over-the-top wardrobe on a scale of 0 oh, to 100. Everything Cassandra wears. That's true. Mm-hmm. Everyone at the Gasworks nightclub. Yeah. Uh, the dog wearing a wig and those the little dog leather bracelet or anklets. I'm not sure what you would call them on a dog. Oh, the bracelet, the spiked bracelet. I yeah. think yeah. dogs have ankles. <laughs> but, so, but, but they would be anklets <laughs> rather than bracelets. Sure. Yeah. Because a bracelet is a wrist. Yeah. You call that yeah an anklet yeah spiked um, anklet a dog in a spiked anklet mm-hmm. at one Added point Rob Lowe was list. wearing a lime green pleated pants and a chocolate colored silk shirt yes I thought that was pretty over yes. the top I would there's g- a lot of pleated pants in this movie and I will say I do not like pleated pants no they're so unflattering oh, they the give worst. everyone a fupa yeah even Rob Lowe <laughs> right not a fan Russell's windbreaker. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the character of Russell because it's usually like that character is just an asshole the whole time. But I like he comes around. Sure. To the guys. <laughs> Me too. And it's also that uh, actor seems to always play jerks, but it's nice to see him in like a nicer role. Sure. Don't you think kind of like Garth's outfit is over the top? Like that hat is very big. The hat? The Wayne's World hat. That's Wayne. Who Wayne. Garth doesn't have that. Oh, I meant Wayne. <laughs> I don't Garth know. is kind of. I mean, they both look kind of silly. Like if they're walking around, you'd be like, "What's up with those guys?" But I guess being like, I remember heavy those metal stoner then. dudes yeah. in the basement. Like too over the top. Okay, listen, they're not the today, but I wouldn't call them over the top. But everything Cassandra wears is oh, crazy. Yeah. Yes. this is also like two, maybe a year or two. This movie came out at such an interesting time. It's like post hair metal's not as big as it was, but grunge hasn't broken yet. Right. So rock is in like this weird place where like this music doesn't exist anymore. Like, well, but mm. they also were like kind of they're in Aurora, Illinois. Yeah. So maybe like the trends haven't hit yet. So That's they are true. still kind of seventies ish. Right. And Mike Myers is Canadian. That's so true. What He's doing he his best. Anything? He's doing his best to keep up. That's true. So what would you give us on over the top wardrobe? Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. You think higher? Well, I think just for Cassandra, everything Tia Carrera wears. She's not even in it that much. She's in it like good thirty percent of the movie. So thirty. Okay. Uh, I'll go thirty-six. Thirty-six. I'll go thirty-five. Alrighty. All right. Next category. Does it hold up on a scale of zero to a hundred? You're already nodding your head. Yes. (laughs) It's hard for me to be not be you know biased because I have such a nostalgia for it. No, it's okay. But uh, do you mean like in terms of is it problematic now? Well, is there anything or is that it made funny? you like cringe? You know what I mean? Right. I mean, like yes, they have a CD player, and that seems to yeah, be I don't like think we cool. Like hold that against them, uh, or like yeah. the big phone they used to order Chinese food. I would food say away. like I feel like they handled the Chinese American character sure pretty well. They did considering sure. the time, and ha- they could have gone bad. Yeah, I would say Garth and Wayne are not friends with any women. Oh, yeah, and people of color. I feel like that would be different now. You know what I mean? That's kind of weird. But don't you think that that's part of their character? Like, I feel to me it's not because they don't like women. It's because they are so insular and they're not good at, like, talking to other 
I just think as a movie, it was weird that they weren't even they weren't friendly with. I think everyone well, was like friends with a woman. Everyone in the point. movie is white, other than Cassandra. That's true. So that doesn't hold up well. That's true. They're yeah. also. I think. I mean, I don't think they'd make the cream of some young guy joke. Right. That's what I'm saying. I was wondering. I was like, that seems racist. I'm saying like, and saying she will be mine. She will be mine. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. You know. mm. And there's a little bit of gay panic in this movie that Ooh, I don't yes. think Getting something you know about the worst yeah. thing that could ever happen to you. Are these catch like uh, some reason the ways the catchphrases that carry over from the sketch were like the least funny parts because it feels like something well you have to do that because that's the what works. The swing is inappropriate swing. now. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't do really swing so much. Snowflakey yeah. about it. Like, yeah, that is rape culture. <laughs> yeah, not okay. We yeah, all the boner, boner jokes. No. Um. So, what would you give this on? Does it hold up? Okay, so hold on. Is one hundred? It's really holds yes. up. Okay. Yes, one hundred would be like a movie that came. One hundred would be the yesterday. Man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and got it. Um, fifty. Fifty. Yeah, there are things that are like problematic, but I don't think that they're like uh, Going so. First is hard. Yeah, stuff especially it's fun. <laughs> especially when when someone can really <laughs> admonish you by just repeating a number. Um. There's nothing that's like really bad. Right. You know what I mean? Like even the things right. that are wrong, you're like swing. You're just like, all right, guys, grow up. It's more that than like, whoa, 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 guys. Right. Um, so I don't I'm, know, though. Like if I think about it, swing is not OK. Like I, hate I get it, it now. Swing has swung. Yes, yes honey. Uh, well, I'll give it a 55, I guess. 55. Uh, I'll give it a 60. Just negative 40 yeah. for all that stuff. Sure. Give it an average of 55. Holds up better than Supergirl, which only has a 45. Mm. <laughs> all right, next category, drag queen inspiration. I'm going to drag queen watch this and say, oh, I have looks I've for a I've got an idea week. for looks. <laughs> well, Adore Delano could do a Wayne's World look. Sure. sure. You know, like a 90s I mean, moment. Garth and Wayne are like iconic. Yes. I think if you did some sort of. Yeah, but again, I to me, it's just like, but then it's a guy dressing up as a guy. But you <laughs> like could do doesn't... like a denim skirt and a black shirt and still like have the pieces of. That's why I think Wayne is that Wayne look, black T-shirt, Wayne's World hat and denim stonewashed jeans. I could see you could adapt like. adapt that. It's inspiration. I could see a snatch literal. game. Sure, sure. I could see it a feels, snatch game. Where they... It feels to me like dude in a dress more than drag. But I get what you're saying. I think to me, the thing that if I was drag, like watching it i was like oh i wish i could pull off that dress tia carrera or tia carrera well she had like a red dress with like a lot of zippers on it that to me felt very drag queen tia carrera could inspire a queen for sure with Mm -hmm. some of these looks also laura boyle too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some fun looks uh i think there's a bunch like tia everything tia carrera's Wears Tia Carrera. You really? I know what to get you for your birthday now. Her wardrobe in that movie. I think I it's crazy. <laughs> it's insane what she wears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, rock is her lifestyle. You know. Yeah, that's who she is. Who are we to judge? I'm not judging. I'm. A, I'm loving. I'm putting her on a pedestal. But again, she's probably in thirty percent of the movie, so I'm going to give it a thirty. Thirty. Uh, I'm going to go twenty-three. Twenty-three. Uh, I'll also give it a thirty. All right, next category, caper music on a scale of 0 to 100. Now, here's something interesting about this. Right now, the reigning uh, winner in this category is Mission Impossible. Yes. And the Mission Impossible theme is used in Wayne's World. Twice. Twice. Um, so can you help define this one Music for me? you could pull off a caper. Like music, like we got to plan a heist. Or like got we're, it. We're we got to sneak into Gelson's. Right, so yeah. this has Mission Impossible's music it in really it. It really does. Exactly. When Garth puts his like tool belt they on. They literally mm-hmm. do a heist. Yep. Yeah. So. They pull off some capers in this. They, they pull sure off a few do. capers. So what would you give it? So would you. So I guess it's like a postmodern you know, <laughs> referential <laughs> moment. But it still counts, right? Absolutely. Sure, why not? We think. 
I think it's pretty high. Do you want me to say. go first? I can go kind first of. if that makes you happier. Sometimes I think some people are more comfortable. I'll do that. I'm gonna give it a because it didn't I wanna originate. I want to go first every other category but this one. Okay. How about this? Anytime you want me to go first, <laughs> you just music. let me know. Okay, done. <laughs> Great. Uh, because music. it's not orga- because it's not originally its theme. I'm gonna it a little bit sure. but i'm gonna give it a 90 for caper music okay 90. wow see that's where i was having a problem with him like they they took something from another thing but mm-hmm. i'll go 92 90 90 as well okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah i'll also go 90 give it a 90 all right wow, all right next category teamwork on a scale of oh. zero to 100 a lot of teamwork there's a, a ton of teamwork, teamwork in this first of all any band that is successful Thank that's you. a team working together it's true um and Unless then the whole the, well yeah. are they still together no nope. um and then the, the what we were just talking about that heist when it's like wayne garth and everyone in that donut place is like i'm in let everyone me help what can i do together. not the one cop does but everyone but does. all the men with long hair wayne's world cast and crew mm-hmm. the actual like tv oh yeah show. the actual tv show wayne and garth Classic team. Classic team. I mean, they Probably are. They're an iconic duo. Mm-hmm. So we have to give this a high score. Yeah, I think so. 95? 95. I'm going to go 91. 91. Uh, I'll go 90. Sure, why not? 90. Pretty high. Not as high as Parasite, which has a 96.67 <laughs> in teamwork. All right, next category. On a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend this to gay people? So your little cousin tells you, you know, I really love the theater, the arts. Right. There's that. What or I, I think if you're hanging out with someone who's gay and they're like, you know, I've never seen Wayne's World. How likely are you to be like, you have to watch this movie? Interesting. Interesting. What is? I mean, I like this movie a lot. So that gives me an incentive to recommend it. Sure. Despite anyone's, right. you know. Sure. Sexual preference, Sexual gender identity. Preference. So... I'm going to give it a 60. 60. Yeah, I don't... I don't think, like, it's a representation of queer cinema. <laughs> right. There's but nothing about it where what? I feel like yeah. if you're a gay man, you need to know the reference. Yes, you know what yes. I mean? Or or a gay woman, excuse me. Um, but it is not, like, there is something about... Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to go, like, 30. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not 30. offended. I'm not offended. Uh, I'll go 25. Whoa! <laughs> I'm, I went way higher. That's okay. It's okay. Of That's course, fine. it's fine. I know. <laughs> okay. Next category. I mean, as we like to say, you have recommended this to two gay people. There you go. By there being on go. this podcast, so and already you're going to give it higher. Yeah. And I used to love this movie, and I still enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. On a scale of zero to one hundred, how much felt is in this movie? Like the fabric. Well, felt yeah, is a process. We have learned felt is a process, but yes, but yes, like what you're thinking of felt the fabric. <laughs> Zero? Well, there's is this hat felt like the brim might be the hats? Oh, of course it's not. Not hit. Know. Not the Wait, baseball cap hat? ones. No, no cowboy hats. A lot of times are like that seems cowboy felty. Hat, sure. There was when they went to that one bar. They said they someone literally said, and there's a pool table, and pool tables have felt. That's true. So there's that. I don't think we saw the pool table, but a pool table was evoked. Do you think that red zipper dress? That seemed leathery. Leathery to was me. That leather is hard to tell. Or yeah. I didn't get felt off of that. I, I'm not going to give you the pool table because I feel like pool tables aren't as um, fuzzy as felt. <laughs> what okay. about the jungle outfits in their, the jungle music That's possible. Video? But that was fur. You think it was real fur? No, but it was faux fur, which is not made out of felt. People don't <laughs> make clothes out of felt. Sometimes I'm so do. confused by this answer. Wool yeah. is a version of felt. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
What is this question about? Is this, this came a, from a the Muppets thing? TV Manhattan. That's why. Okay, got Tony it. Rodriguez. Got so it. yes, it's a gay thing. Got it. Yes. Well, because Kermit is made of felt. Uh, actually, technically not. They're oh, not. That's okay. also not true. Wow. <laughs> so he looks. Yeah, we've learned felt. a lot. This podcast has made us very different people. <laughs> I, I, I've done 114 episodes or No, 150 <laughs> episodes of my show So I, I totally know that you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say zero Zero I'm going to give it 20 20 uh, I'll split the difference between you two and say 10 Alrighty Alright, next category Facial hair no main characters, but there's some people there's in the not background. A lot. The there club was manager, the, the TV club owner, owner, the TV station. I think Lee Turgeson's sideburns, to me, counts a little bit as facial hair. That is hair on your face. Um, and there were a bunch of guys in the booth who had mm-hmm. like beards and mustaches. Sure. But yes, you're right. None of the main. I was, and it was surprising watching. It. it was like, oh, in this period or in this like subculture, it's all about like long hair. But like, why is it so clean shaven with long hair? Right. It's such an interesting. Well, it's like post sort of hair metal, like pretty boy, you know, like Motley Crue and Poison. They're all like such pretty. It's boys so interesting then. though that that's the aesthetic. I think. Yeah. Right. It's a weird, glam. I guess, or they just don't have beards. I in se- season two, in the <laughs> sequel, they make a joke about how Garth finally grew pubes. So okay. I'm wondering if like he can't grow facial hair. Could be. I could he see that. He doesn't have testosterone. I mean, that bedroom, he seems like a kind of arrested a, development. Yes. A man child. A man child. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, we love Garth. He seems of like course. a sweetie guy. Oh, no. Just, none of these are criticisms. They're just <laughs> observations. <laughs> so what would you give this on facial hair? I mean, if people in the background have it, I'm going to give it a 15. 15. I think those two mustaches of the club owner and the cable guy are like pretty sweet. So I'm going to give it a 20. 20. Uh, I'll give it a 20 as well. All, All right. right. Next category. Shattered glass on a scale of 0 to 100. There so are there two is, instances I okay. noticed. I got one. I got Lara Flynn Boyle falling through the skylight. Oh, yes. right. That's a good uh, one. What was the and other one you Cassandra got? Cassandra kicks the dude's ass. He knocks over a cocktail table. Oh, yes. That is correct. <laughs> so that's good. There we go. That's so we two. got two pretty solid shattered glasses. Two good ones. I mean, that falling through the light is yeah. pretty she funny. she lands on that couch. That was like you didn't need to have that. I don't yes. say that in a bad way. I mean, like that was like, oh, we wanted we want to yes. shatter some glass. I mean, we're making a movie. Yeah, let's say <laughs> it's in the budget. Let's do 40, 40. Uh, I'm going to do 55, 55. Yeah, I just feel like that skylight one to me. I was just like, all right, I like it. Someone all- wanted to do that. You could have changed that. It's that totally moment gratuitous. totally different. It was totally gratuitous. And I liked it. Uh, I'm giving it a 40. OK, Oh, copy, copy, CC. Mm-hmm. Uh, next category, male gaze, G-A-Y-Z. So how, so how horny is the camera for the male form? Huh. And so this I is where you really see that there's a woman behind the camera. Right. Because I feel like you can tell like she's the women aren't too. There's nothing like a Michael Bay where they're shooting up the skirt. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's almost like Tia Carrere always looks great, more. but she never looks like disgust. Like she yeah, never looks yeah. gross. It doesn't feel like the camera's like being a lech or anything. Yes. Yeah. If anything, that they, they do that to the guys. Right. Which yeah. That's I think that's great. one guy with the hunky arms. Oh yeah. Yeah. The long hair. And then the, just that close dude. up of Alice uh, Cooper's guitars. Oh right. Oh yeah, he that was great. great. He's got some hair around his belly button. Um, oh. I thought, and I thought even like Mike Myers and his tidy whities It was like, all right, sure. Like he was the one who was more. I wouldn't say did it for me, but it was like, okay, you're not you're not afraid. Do you remember what a big deal it was when like Prince showed up in a Wayne's World sketch and like there, Madonna was in a Wayne's mm-hmm. World? Do you remember no, when that happened? I don't yeah. remember when that happened. I wasn't old the enough. The feeling yeah. was electric. Yeah, it was so exciting. That doesn't happen anymore. Nobody cares. No, because that's all SNL is now is like stunts, yeah, celebrity stunts. It used mm-hmm. to be special. 
Yes, it did. Yeah, we had to earn it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And we appreciated it when That's we did. right. Mm-hmm. And now it doesn't even make the news. Ugh. So <laughs> what would you give this for the male gaze, Jackie? I mean, a 10. A 10? 10, Well, it's really? not the male gaze, right? Well, no, no it no, means it's like, like the camera. Like the is camera it sort of horny like... for men. Okay. I, okay, I'll give it a, a 30. 30. Uh, I'm going to go... 60. This is not a very sexy movie. It's not, it's but I not. also feel like I could see like being a young gay kid being like enjoying there's just there's some eye candy there. Yes. There's definitely some man candy here for you. Pen- uh, Penelope's got our backs. Yeah. And She's like, look, I know. Okay. Uh, I'm giving it a 65. Okay. Uh, okay. Next category. Angry phone hangups on a scale mm, of zero to There's 100. some good phone calls in this. Uh-huh. I got one angry phone hangup. What is it? That was when Tia Carrera was on the phone with her drummer. And then she was like, I don't care. And then like hung up really mad. Oh. I think it was in that uh, aforementioned sex scene. Who's Anthony? Who's Anthony? Yeah. My drummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that about, I think that's about it though, right? No, there's a little more. She does definitely like, look, uh, figure it out. Like she does do a little, I mean, she's not furious, but she definitely has that like That instance a, is the only one. That's the only one that I saw. Yeah. There was a lot of phone calls, but not angry hangups. Right. Yeah, I guess there's not any angry hangups. So what would there's you give it? A five. Five. I'll give it fifteen for that one. <laughs> fifteen. Uh, I'll give it a ten. Split the difference. So there you go, ten. Giving it a ten. All right, next category. You're gonna make up some points. Here we go. Titular wait. theme song. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Is I it mean, your birthday? They have one. <laughs> yeah. They absolutely have one. They have one. an so iconic good. one <laughs> that if you started, other people would sing along. A hundred. Yeah. A yeah. hundred. Yeah, I'm going to go a hundred on this one, too. I think you have to go You really got to. If this doesn't get a hundred, what? World. Did, did you know that before seeing it, revisiting the movie? Did what you, do you mean? know Wayne's World, Wayne's World, of course. Party Time, see? Party Time, it's yeah, yeah, excellent. It transcends yeah, yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something gay about adding it's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's sort of like a rainbow usually like thing around yes. it right yeah. Yeah. yeah all right next category entrances with pizzazz interesting this movie's kind of grounded there's not yeah like there's a, not a lot of here's this club, person like they know you know they <laughs> and the donut shop is like their turf you sure know? They uh-huh. enter it like it's their place but compared to like a uh, raiders of the lost Ark right, or, right. or like a chicago I mean? yeah they're the everyman. It's a little more grounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a grounded comedy so movie. Ten. Ten. Yeah, I feel ten feels about right, probably. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a ten as well. All right, next category: non-traditional murder weapons. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's that little weird shock thing that Garth makes. Yeah, but it didn't yeah. kill him. No, but it is. I I think if I bet if you added more juice, you could kill someone with it. Right, but Probably. he doesn't kill anybody. Garth's with not going to kill okay. anybody. I don't think he's going to kill anyone either. But I mean, like, it's like a it curling could iron be used and a battery. As... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's that. Yeah, he blasts that guy across the room. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't kill him, so it doesn't count as a murder weapon. Well, well, I think it, you could still call it a murder weapon, even if it doesn't fulfill that function. I don't. I don't. But I think I don't if agree. it could, to kill I don't agree. I don't. Okay, fair enough. So what are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a zero. 
This zero. isn't a murder movie. This is definitely not a murder. I'm going to give it a six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what about you? I'm giving it a zero. So it gets a two. You're Get welcome. Two. You know, later when the to- scores are totaled, you're going to wish gonna you had like been a little more too. generous. Do you sell or do you physically have to sit here and do all? No, you're not we have an abacus. Oh, Come on, don't you worry. That's not what I'm worried about. I, I just am worried about math. I hate math. I'm don't worry about it. I hate math. <laughs> I'm doing my taxes right now. And I'm like, <laughs> numbers. Don't eat them. Next category, breath acting on a scale of zero to 100. Hmm. Okay, so here's something that I was thinking about watching this movie. Do we think of lip syncing as breath acting? Because there's a way in which you can because you're sort of pretending to be making sounds. Couldn't you just be singing, though, too? Well, you have to sing when you lip sync so it looks real. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Otherwise, it'd be weird. That's true. So that you can but still see a, the breads and whatnot. But there's a little, there's a lot of like lip syncing that happens. That's not just like Ot Carrera, like pretending that she's doing the number that she's pre-recorded. There are times when characters are lip syncing yes, during the music video. Show. Yeah, like um, you know, she Wayne's really World. sings. I know. I yeah, that's really that. her voice. That's so cool. Um, she's so badass. I think she's you great. could. I think you could argue that swing is sort of breath acting because it's sort of not like really words. I'm just arguing that. <laughs> sure. And then well, Garth, Garth does make a lot of like whimpers and a lot of sort of like. You Can y'all give me her. an example of another character from another movie with breath it's acting? An excellent See, question. that w- we'd love to. This is one of those categories that really sticks in someone's craw. Yeah, uh, it came with the movie Scream, where there's a lot of like. <laughs> oh yeah, uh-huh. so like is, did very well, okay. but that also has singing. Barbara, a lot of times, they're going up singing. Yeah. Sometimes I like to think of that as breath acting. Yeah, again, some people don't. Um. So yeah, Garth. I'm having a good time. No. <laughs> That's kind of breath acting, huh? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Because he's like panicking. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll give it a 20. 20. Uh, I'm going to go higher. I'm going to give it a 57. 57. Uh, I'll give it a 30, and that's all for Garth. Okay. All right, next category. Mannequins on a scale of 0 to 100. I'm going to give some points because there's that mummy in Tia Carrere's bedroom. That's I was thinking. I was like, there's something here. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to mention the giant hockey player on top of the donut shop? Oh, I guess oh, we could use that one, too, if you're going to bring that one up. I mean, sure. I wouldn't count it. It's a statue, <laughs> but you love to count that. Well, you thing. just. Oh, yes, because some people like to be real sticklers about mannequins. I like uh, mannequin, my mannequins to be mannequins. <laughs> I hear you. Well, what do you think about the mummy thing? Do you think would you consider mummy mannequiny? I don't uh, remember what it is. It's there's a Antiquaire's bedroom. There's just like a, a mummy that's there. Sure. OK, I'll well, look at that for it. I mean, but there are no mannequins. It's not like a department class. We don't right. go to a department store. I'm so gonna yes. give it a five. Five. I'm gonna give it a eighteen. Eighteen. She's only eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give it a eight. How about that? Give an okay. average of ten point thirty three. Crushing parasite. <laughs> uh, next category: <laughs> dramatic lighting on a scale of zero to a hundred. They do some light gags in this. Yeah. There's some few moments. There's like that green neon when they're picking up Phil on the street. The uh-huh. rent party looks great. The that. When Garth has his little drum solo, yes. that gets all lighting. Yes. The that Alice Cooper really number. Mm-hmm. Yes. That drum uh, solo is 33 seconds long. Oh, I read 36. Well, there you go. Okay. Long time. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Alice Cooper's concert. That's yeah, some dramatic that's lighting. Some dramatic lighting. Yeah, there's some good lighting moments. There's that fire sign outside of the club. The gas works. The gas works. Sixty-five. Sixty-five. <laughs> yeah, I'll go sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. <laughs> well, then I guess I have to go sixty-six. There you go. Given an we average made of you do it. sixty-six. 
Cute. All right, next category: strident women. I mean, the ex-girlfriend. Lara Flynn Boyle, I think, is the big yeah. instance there. Because T. Carrera is a sweetheart. But she also doesn't put up with any bullshit. She doesn't suffer fools. Yeah, but she's not, like, she kicks that mean about ass. it. That's true. But she's sweet throughout it. But the way we do strident, you can be, like, sweet and strident. I suppose. She stands up for herself. Uh, sure, sure. She's a spine. She's no pushover. I don't like that they called... Laura Flynn Boyle, what do they call her? Like a desperate hose beast. A psycho yeah. hose beast. That's so Rude. problematic. Yeah. Yes. I don't like that at all. I know that's not what we're talking about. It's okay. You're I just remembered it. So right. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't remember that. <laughs> anyway. So what would you give this for strident women? A t- 30? 30. Yeah, it's pretty low it's on that. It's a guy movie. It's a guy It's a real guy movie. Story, you know? So Wait, I'm going to well? go 20. <laughs> I almost said 20. Do you like Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. Well, I used to. I I would need to revisit it. I wonder if that holds up. Yeah. That would be a fun movie to do. They do America? Yeah. Yep. I used to think that was super (laughs) funny. (laughs) Sure. I will also give it a 30. Give it a 26.67. All right, next category. Fun fonts. Hmm. I mean, there's the Wayne, the Wayne's World, World logo. Um, and then, like, when they're doing the Bohemian Rhapsody, they're just driving around town. There's all those fun, like, signs oh, and right. whatnot. Yeah. That, you're right. The donut, the Gaswork sign, all gas those posters sign. in Garth's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. The gratuitous sex scene, like, they use graphics. Oh, right. Yeah, or when they and write the Oscar clip. Cam. I also just think that stupid hat. The Wayne's World is hat. such an iconic moment mm-hmm. and it's throughout the whole movie how much do you have a wayne's world hat? of course i do you do and my dad bought it for me at a garage sale in the 90s perfect you still have it i still have That's it awesome. there's like a magic on that hat i've lent it to so many people for halloween you costumes. fool i know what you laid it out of your sight for <laughs> i know well i still ha- i have it it's in my That's closet cool. I, sh- I was gonna wear it all right well, next time next, next time. time wayne's world when wayne's world too beavis and butt to america, and butt to america. Perfect. perfect um so i'm gonna give it a 90 90 uh yeah it's pretty high I'm gonna go 87. 87. I'm gonna go 92. All righty. The year it came out. Was there it you go. That is oh, correct. Yeah. Wow. All symmetry. right. Next category. I think this will also. This do is also well gonna do you. well. Cheerworthy cameos. There's a ton in there this. There are a ton. You got Meatloaf. You got Chris Farley. Great. You got the Terminator. I would call yeah. Alice Cooper a cameo. Oh, of course. I also think you could make an argument for the product placement being cameos as well. Okay. Pepsi, Pizza Hut, Newprin, they're all making cameos. You know, I just re- also realized Ioni Sky plays Roblo's girlfriend at the beginning of the movie. Oh, really? When mm-hmm. she's like, oh, that's right. so funny. Like, that's Ioni Sky. Who's that's right. And she's only in that part. Actress. Well, that's crazy. So I would count that as a cameo. Definitely, because she's only in that one scene. Oh, and what's her name? Dan Aykroyd's wife plays. Donna Dixon. Yes. Donna Dixon. The dream girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Laverne and Shirley opening credits have a cameo, I would say. That's true. Yeah. I think this is pretty high in cameos. I, I would say Chia Pet, Clapper. They mentioned <laughs> the love boat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All fair. See, now isn't it funny that he Delaware, will be generous about cameos, but when you talk about mannequins. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 90. 90. I'm going to go 96. 96. Um, I'm going to do 100. I feel like there's, what more do you need out of cameo? Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, this is it. you might have gotten us. Honestly. Mm-hmm. All right, next category, memorial moments. Is there a moment where we think about dear Gregory, who used to love Plein Air painting? Someone who's passed, what we're remembering <laughs> the past. Oh, like somebody who's no longer with us is in yeah, this or you movie. Remember how it used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think kind of you can make it all of Ed O'Neill's 
lines. Oh yeah, away or memorial when he's thinking about I was in the shit. You know what I mean? Right. When he's talking about yeah, yeah. Honestly, his PTSD. Mm-hmm. But that was the only thing I noticed, really. Yeah, I didn't have anything for this. I'm gonna go zero. Zero. I'm gonna go nine for Ed O'Neill. Yeah, I'll go eleven. I Ed do O'Neill. love that mm-hmm. character, though. It's fun. He's really Good. funny. I was expecting more, like. Because in watching again, I was like, I don't fully remember what happens. I was like, does he have a big, like, I want him to have a bigger payoff. Right. Sometimes they just okay. have funny things. Sometimes it's just that's, those are the days he was available. Those are the days. <laughs> Our next category, a feels song. Is there a song in this movie that puts you in your feels? I think when the Dreamweaver. 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 The sad part of Bohemian Rhapsody, the end oh, of it. Right. Yeah. And there's I also mean, honestly, all of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, sure. It, it's true. And Garth all Cassandra's stuff, the, too. Garth whistling the Star Trek theme was kind of nice. That's true. Wistful. Very wist, wistful and whistling, was it? Wistful whistling. What about when, um, why you want to break my heart? Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's singing. This is, this is, this is going to be a high one. Do you like that song, Why You Want to Break My Heart? I mean, I like her rendition. Is that a cover? Okay. Oh, I don't know. I oh, just, you just like how she sings it. Yeah, I think she's good. It's very uh, like uh, she's like the wind. From yes. Dirty yeah. Dancing. Yes. <laughs> Same songwriter. So what would you give this for a feel song? Uh, 75. 75. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 73. 73. Uh, I'm going to go 80. All right. For those three I mentioned. Nobody in this room has coronavirus, right? Correct. Uh, Not well, that I know, know of. Uh-oh. We might. You might have it for all we know. Hmm. Yeah. All right, next, speaking of, macabre on a scale of <laughs> 0 to 100. How macabre uh, is Wayne's world? I feel like there's a couple little macabre moments. Yeah. Well, all of Ed O'Neill's I think Ed O'Neill. Thing. Right. I think there's a moment where Rob Lowe comes up to Garth and he's making a hand, like a robotic right, hand. Right, yeah. That's kind of macabre. Killing that donut man. Yep. And oh, guts right. Fall out. Yep. That's, That's kind of macabre. macabre for sure. I mean, is this Adam's Family Values? No. no. <laughs> but both released by Paramount. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. There's a through line. Have y'all done that movie yet? Yeah, it was number three. We just told you yeah, that. Yeah, because that one is... <laughs> you know, I don't remember every little fact. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> There's throwing... been a lot of these categories. <laughs> There's been a lot of numbers thrown at yeah. you today. So um, what would you give this on Macabre? Uh, let's do 25. 25. 25. What did uh, Adam's Family Values get in this category? 100. I think 100. Yeah. 300 uh, across the board. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will give it a 20 for Macabre. 20. Uh, I'll give it a 25 as well. There's some Macabre stuff in here. Sure, why not? Okay. All right, next category, vibrato on a scale of 0 to 100. Mm. So vibrato, in addition to mean singing, also sort of means like an extra judge, an extra sort of like more that's put on something that you enjoy. Hmm. So I, mean, I think like you have literally like all the singing. So there's guitar that vibrato. Guitar solos. Guitar solos. They're sort of like a, a vibrato. A dog what with a wig. What about like Chris yeah. Farley's cameo? Like the gratuitous it's just exposition. So, but it's just so, like, he's so aggressive yeah. yet sincere. Yeah. I'm going to go pick a fight. <laughs> that line, that whole scene, like, I hate my mother, I hate my father, and I hate my life, but I feel great, man. When I was little, my sister and I would, like, cry laughing. Like, we thought that was so funny. I still text her that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's, is that vibrato? <laughs> sure. It's, if, if it you is want to you. Be. It is to me. Great. So how would that transfer into a number out of a hundred? I'm going to say 20. After all that, you text your sister. <laughs> well, he's in it for a one minute. I'll give it a 27. 27. Uh, I'll give it a 25. All right. 
Okay, next category. Wigs. On a scale of zero to one. I mean, there's a ton of wigs in this movie. There's a dog with a wig. Uh, there's a dog with Wayne a wig. Wayne and Garth. Mm. Everyone in the heavy metal club. Wait, that's not their real hair? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. The auto mechanic has that weird wig for some reason. Everyone must have some kind of wig on. Yeah. It's insane. The out- So few men have short hair in this movie. What do you I, think, So, Jenny? yeah, there's a lot of wigs. Yeah. But... But do you take points away because they're not like super obvious, like colorful fantasy wigs? I think so. Okay. So it's up to you. So to you. I'm going to give it a 80. 80. Uh, yeah, that sounds right to me. I'm going to go 80 as well. I'll also give it an 80. I like that I set the tone. You did. It does also seem like these are the exact same wigs they wore in the sketch. Oh, of course. Yeah. They did like, there's no budget increase for the wig. Right. <laughs> like just stick so to the Could you works. just send them over? Thank you. Thank you. Straight from Broadway. All right, next category: themes of mothers. Are there mm. any themes you don't no. never see? Wayne never see his parents, although he lives with them. Yeah, well, I guess in that case, living with your mother is kind of maybe maybe a point or two. A point or two is not nothing. Oh, and very briefly during Bohemian Rhapsody, they mentioned. Oh yeah, that's Mama true. just killed a man. Yeah. No, they start after that. Mama. They start on, I see a little silhouette. But at the end, doesn't he say mama at the end of the song? No, it's any, uh, nothing really matters. Oh, you're right. Anyone can see. Oh, shit. They, yeah, they, they so skip the opening. So we can't count that. You, I mean, it's it, not in the movie. I mean, it's up to you. It's implied. I'm going to give yeah. it a five. Five. Yeah, I'm going to give it a five as well. Five. I'll also give it a five. Give it an average of five. All right, next category. Pool trouble. Zero. Yeah, there's there's no pool, pool, whether a swimming pool or a pool table, even though they evoke it. They mention one. So, you know what? I'm going to give it two because they mention it and we don't see it. And I have trouble with that. That's troubling to me. Troubling. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give it a zero. Okay. All right. Next category. Quips. Oh. How quippy is Wayne's World? There's some quips. (laughs) I would say there's some quips. Mm -hmm. Quips. Not. Um, Yeah. So, it's... mm, I'm going to give it a 70 for quips. Would you say a catchphrase is a quip or is a quip something you say like in the moment? You know what I mean? I know. Like quips feel more quips Oscar Wilde. Right? Yeah. Like improv. Like it's something you're just kind of like a, it's almost like a sassy comeback. Yeah. So that's what it sort of feels like more than that. A, yeah, yeah. Pretty like, you know, uh, I'm going to keep with my 70. 70. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go a little lower, but I'm still I'll give it a 50. <laughs> 50. I mean, it's a comedy. They tend to just be a little. I'll give it 55. Okay. Pretty quippy. Not yeah. the quippiest. Next category, sassy best friends. Mm. I mean, do we think Garth is sassy? I think he is. I think he's passive aggressive, which could be sassy. Sure. Passive aggressive sass. Yeah. Okay. Passy. <laughs> Pass, passy sassy. Yeah. Sass aggressive. Wayne sassy. He's Garth's best friend. I mean, he's pretty sassy. He he's pretty sassy. Is. So. I mean, the whole movie is about two best friends. Yes. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say sassy best friend definitely applies, and it's a huge threat of the movie. So I'm going to give it a 90. 90. Uh, I'm going to give it a 50. 50. Because they're best friends, but I feel like Garth is not sassy. He feels very sort of not anti-sassy, but unsassy. But Wayne is pretty sassy. He's pretty sassy, he but he's un- half of it. Yeah. He's so he's the 50. I'm going to give it an 80. Okay. Look at us going way higher. Way higher. <laughs> hmm. Well, uh, who gave it two for felt? <laughs> Next category. Not me. On a scale of zero to 100. Shawls. How many shawls are I'm in this gonna movie? I'm going to say probably none. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think there are. There's the is the snake that sh- is the snake a I shawl? I mean, sort no. of. It sort of hangs Let's like a shawl. Ridiculous. It drapes like a <laughs> shawl. Let's not be ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> that snake's not keeping her arms warm. <laughs> she said heavy. it was asleep. It's true. I'm gonna say zero. Zero. I'm gonna give it nine for the snake. Nine for the snake. <laughs> <laughs> the living shawl. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a zero. Okay. All right. Next category: footwork. On a scale mm. of zero to hundred. Well, there's there's a bunch. Career. We got five thousand dollars. Yep, there we got that. We got five thousand dollars. And then Wayne and Garth do a lot of like funny walking. Yeah, like the Garth's foxy lady dance. Mm-hmm. That that is a really. And then mm. Cassandra kicks that guy's ass. She was like a roundhouse kick. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give it a forty. Forty. Forty sounds good. I'm going forty as well. Uh. It's so satisfying when y'all agree with Isn't me. Isn't it nice? Yes. <laughs> so we should be better Because I feel like I set the tone and then like that y'all agree. It's like I just, you You're know. like I did it right. Yeah, it just feels very validating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will also give it a 40. It's like you put on the right song at a party. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Next category. <laughs> a bold lip. Uh, Lara Flynn Boyle had a big bold it red sure lip. sure is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you yeah. remember any bold lips? I mean a few. Lara Flynn Boyle definitely had like a very bold red lip. Noah's wife, the guy who owns the arcade, his mm-hmm. wife, she had a bold lip. I was thinking she has a name and it is Colin Camp. From Clue, another movie that another has three multiple endings. endings. Yep. Who would y'all play if you were in this movie? Russell. Who's Russell? <laughs> Which one's Russell? Rob Lowe's henchman. <laughs> <laughs> You could be Russell. Sure. I think I would be the wife. I would be Noah's wife. Noah's wife. You could do that. Yeah. I think I'd be Terry. Who's Terry? Oh, I love uh, you, man. I can see you doing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lee Turkis and I have the same birthday. <gasps> well, then it's there you go. The it's the written in the stars. Meant to be. So what would you give this uh, for a bold lip? I mean, a 20. 20? You've seen bolder. Yeah, I'll go 20 as well. It's all Lara Flynn Boyle. Alice Cooper has a pretty bold lip. That's true. Ooh, that's that's true. true. Makeup coming down. That's pretty bold. I agree with that. I'm going to give it five more for that. Yeah, I'll go 25 five. as well. Yep. Five more. Wow. Look at me. Mm-hmm. 25 as well. All right, next category. Wearing someone else's clothes. Okay, here's what I think for this. My pitch for this one is the Laverne and Shirley opening. I was going to say that because yes. they're wearing Laverne and Shirley's clothes. Yeah, yes. those are, they're sort of just being like, we're these people now. We're someone else. I feel like if they would go for they would just have them be in drag as Laverne and Shirley if they were to do it now, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're basically in it. drag. Um, I think that's it, though, right? That's the only thing um, I would count because no one like, pretends to be someone else. Right. So... Five. Five. I'm going to give it 15. 15. I'll give it 15 as well for that Laverne and Shirley moment. This is a song no one liked. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next category. Witches on a scale of zero to 100. Zero. I thought of something. Oh, let's hear it. This is a form of a witch. Okay. We often think... Uh, it doesn't have to be all dark witches. What about Glinda the Good Witch? Okay. And every time we get that Dreamweaver moment with Donna Dixon, she has a real Glinda the Good Witch vibe to me. Okay. Because like Glinda the Good Witch also comes down surrounded by sparkles, and you know what I mean, and like in a Fantasia. So I would give her okay. some points. There's, there's a very Glinda the Good Witch kind of energy. Okay. To that. All right, I can see that. I don't. I'm sticking with a zero. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give it a six. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. Into the good witch energy. (laughs) All right. Next category. A lover turned friend. Uh, I mean, do we think Wayne and Garth experimented at some point in their beginning adolescence? I don't either, but I'm just trying to put it out there. They might someday. It's like lover turned enemy. 
I'm going to say zero. Zero. Yeah, I'm going to have to go zero on this one, too. I'm we afraid. We need to be fair. Sure. You know? You're right. Tough but fair. Mm-hmm. I'm giving zero as well. All right, next category. Mm-hmm. How tan is it? Well, Rob Lowe is pretty tan. Yes, and there's a, one of the endings is Rob Lowe on the beach. In the Hawaiian. And with T. Carrera tanning. So there's that. But that's barely. I mean, pasty. it's barely. I mean, it's two or three points for that. I get I'm it. I'm going to say five. Five. I'll go five as well. Uh, five. I'm gonna give it a nine because I've never forgotten how tan he was in that shot. All right, it's one of the things I remember about. Okay, left an impression. All right, next category. How Korean is it? So how Korean is Wayne's World? Zero. Yeah, I don't think it's very Korean. It is not very Korean. No, I'm afraid. <laughs> Do y'all add categories? Oh, with every guest. Yes. Okay, yeah. Got it. You're about to add. <laughs> You're about one. to add one. Oh man. Okay. After this next wait. one. <laughs> All right. Next category. Waiting in the wings. I think Wayne and Garth are waiting in the wings. They want to like, like their big shot for their big shot. Their like show's Sandra waiting in the wings to go. They Cassandra. get a big shot and then they realize they don't want that. But maybe that you have to. Start but that's part of it. One, it's like there, there's that that element one. is happening in the movie. Interesting. That they're like we're waiting for a big moment of stardom. And so is Cassandra and uh, mm-hmm. what Crucial Taunt, the name <laughs> of her band. First, I kept thinking it was Crucial Taint. Sure. That would have made that it a was, lot gayer, um, That right? was the first draft. Absolutely. Oh, that's a Crucial taint. taint. I don't crucial. know. <laughs> Without the taint, it's just your balls and your butt. That's true. Yeah. One would suck up the other two. Waiting in the wings, I get that as a mood, and this is not that mood. Really? I really think it's I different, because I think this is about people who've been waiting in what the wings is that mood? who yeah, get no, their it's shot. Not, they have no... The whole point <laughs> is that they have no ambition. They like being these local celebrities that get like like burnouts with no and jobs. And like kind of the opportunity comes to them. And then they They're don't explored. really take it. Like they can't handle the fact that now they have to bow down to the corporate man, which we all have to do. Sure. You know what I mean? Do I like selling Rothy's? Not necessarily, but they're on my feet. <laughs> Use code NETCH if you want your free shipping. You know what sure, I mean? I do. So I don't know. I'll give it a 10. 10. I'm going to give it more because I do feel like that's kind of what this movie is about. It's about like achieving showbiz stardom because yes they don't like actually go out and do it but like once they once it's offered to them they definitely want it or at least they think they want it and definitely like it it is sort of turned on them and there's you know they they, it it isn't what they imagined it was going to be but i feel like it's about people who are like i i want a bigger platform i want to be out there i want more so i think to me it feels more part of this movie so i'm gonna give it an 80 80 whoa yeah i think it is like definitely like a huge part of this movie i don't because literally Fair. the whole thing is that they can't keep jobs they're you know they can't even but they want to be like if they didn't have to do this like arcade tie-in they would love to be doing their show the, at the level that they, they were offered it to it. it yeah but the way you get paid is you have sponsors yeah they hadn't sure. thought that through but they want they would but they are so if they, are, they really wanted it they would have just done the arcade bait <laughs> i think they just hadn't considered what it meant i'm I'll, sticking with my answer fair enough. that's fair i'm giving it a 50 so give an average of 46.67 okay all right jackie time has come for <gasps> you to yes add a oh my god what can we add that to judge future movies on how gay they are okay i mean i'm pretty surprised that catchphrases isn't a category Okay. Do you think the more catchphrases a movie has, the gayer it is? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I was going to do is very straight. What is it? What is it? I was going to do headbanging. That's very oh, that's straight. very straight. That, straight. I think there's right? something, though, like 
I understand that it's it a little bit overlaps with quips, but I think there's something about catchphrases like most like really gay movies have like the classic line that you will recount, like a no right. wire hangers or like, but you are in that chair, you know, stuff like that. Right. that like people with that, that become sort of catchphrases for it people. It sort of takes on its own life outside of the piece. Yeah. Because you know that reference, even if you haven't seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe that word we're looking for isn't catchphrase. Maybe it's like memorable quotes, like quotes to remember, like would make the AFI top quotes. You know what I mean? Right. Because I feel it's less quotable. Wait, wait, wait. Quotable. Here we go. Wait, I got it. Let's hear it. Go. Usage of a queen song. <laughs> a Usage queen of song. a queen song. Now, is it always capital Q queen or could it be like there's a lot of Boy George in this movie? Oh, I was thinking queen the band. Okay. Because you could argue Freddie Mercury is a queer icon. I think mm-hmm. that's fair to say. Yes. And no. And I mean, I'm having a hard time recalling it unless y'all do Bohemian Rhapsody. Which you've probably done, right? We nope. haven't. We have there not. There you go. That one will get a very high score. It would. I would hope it would do very well. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you give Wayne's World for a queen song? A hundred. Are you kidding? Yeah, I mean, you this have to song, give it a hundred. This movie like uh, made that song come back on the charts. Yeah. It resurrected their careers. It resurrected their careers. The song charted higher because of this movie the second time it came out than it, when it originally came I out. Mean, come on. Isn't that crazy? What are you going to give it, John? Uh, I have to give it a hundred. Then I all too have to give it a hundred. Giving it a hundred. All righty. So now we're to the bonus points category. So there are a couple categories that they're not. It's not a scale of one to hundred. It's just like yes or no. Okay. We all agree. All right. So plus fifteen percent bonus points for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. No. There's no. So it doesn't get that bonus. And then also straight actors playing gay roles, negative five percent each instance. But that doesn't happen. And then finally, negative fifty percent points if this is the movie cruising. This is not the movie Cruising, so it is not going to be penalized 50% of its points. So, out of a possible 4,300 points. Oh my God, I cannot wait to find out. (laughs) Wayne's World (laughs) has scored (laughs) 1,266.33, giving it a percentage of (laughs) 29.45, making it the 33 gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Supergirl, but gayer than The Third Man. There you go. There you go. That feels pretty good. That feels right. That Mm -hmm. feels right. Yeah, yeah, some of those uh, new categories definitely helped it go up. That's sure. true. You know, mm-hmm. because I think just looking at it, you would not think it would be even that high. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a, I think it, I was surprised by the cameos. And, and you the know. cameos definitely helped. Your list of camp Wigs. stuff, I can't wait to re-listen to that. Okay, right. <laughs> because it was my favorite part. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here. Yes, Jackie. Jackie. I'm so honored. Is there anything you would like to plug, promote, or show for at this moment? Um, I mean, you can listen to Nanch Butte, my podcast about makeup, skincare, beauty, self-care. Comes okay. out every Thursday. Great. And so check it out. Great. Great. Any way, place we can follow you on any socials or anything like that? You can follow, um, yeah, I mean, Na- Jackie Johnson, uh, <laughs> Jackie Michelle Johnson on Twitter. No, on Instagram, Jackie underscore Michelle on Twitter with one L. I know it's annoying. Wow. All right. When your name's Jackie yeah. Johnson, everything was taken. There's that newscaster. Yes, she took everything. Mm-hmm. You can't find me on Google. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I just joined TikTok and everything was taken again. Oh, oh boy. I know. Are y'all on TikTok? No. no. I'm telling you, y'all got to get on. What are you doing on TikTok? Well, nothing. Oh, my God. I posted. What's your TikTok handle? I think it's Jackie underscore Michelle with one L like Twitter because everything was taken. I know. Even Natch Butte? 
Oh, I didn't even try. I'm an idiot. You better get that before this podcast comes out. I am on the way home. On the way home, I'm doing it. Don't sign up for TikTok and drive, Jackie. Have you been reading that billboard? We'll see. Okay. Anyway, y'all should get on it. All righty. Yeah. We won't. Okay, we'll We'll be be right back. We're back. Well, how was it for you revisiting Wayne's World after all? I had these a good years? time. I enjoyed watching it. I I, it say, made me uh, nostalgic. I felt nice. I didn't say I wouldn't say I felt nostalgic, but um, but I was like this as a movie that is a sketch movie. I think it's very good. It's probably the best, and like it is. Uh, I think it's the best SNL movie. I think that's not saying much, but yeah, I'm trying to think what. It's uh, also what on, all they the don't other make ones? an hour and thirty five comedies, and every comedy movie that comes out now is like, like over two hours, or it's like <laughs> a crime element to it. Like we're like mm-hmm. embroiled with these like crooks, you know. There's like, but this is just like pretty low stakes, and it's just mm-hmm. nice. I don't know, it works. It is interesting though. I was talking with someone about it today when I was like, oh yeah, I have to watch Wayne's World. They're like, it's such a weird movie to be just randomly watching in 2020. I guess because you never, it's there's no current cultural relevance. Right, yeah. Anymore. <laughs> but also, but speaking Wayne's of World. that, we were just talking about like Mike Myers and how just sort of fascinating it was how like in the 90s he was like the funniest guy and then it just became like, nope, right. not at all. And like, not even someone who like, like you could say someone like maybe like a, uh, I don't know, like Adam Sandler, like he's obviously not making the top comedies right now. But sure. like you look back on his movies or you think of his movies fondly or like, oh, yeah. Whereas right. I feel like with Mike Myers, I it feels like people have just sort of soured on him in general. Uh, Possibly. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody, funnily enough. Well, yeah, because of Wayne's World. Yeah. Uh, but there's also Tommy Boy, which is good, I would say. That's a Mike SNL Myers? movie. Well, it's like, you know, Chris Farley and... I guess it's not a true SNL movie. Oh, it's not based on characters that they've done before. The other one that is that people love is McGruber. Oh, which I haven't seen. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. But there is a scene where McGruber is disgusted to find out somebody is gay. Um, and I think the joke is like, oh, it's funny that he's homophobic. But like, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> nope, he's just homophobic. Yeah. Uh, but you know who aren't homophobic, Mark? Yeah. Our listeners. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> That's true. Some of you could be hate listening to us. If you are, I'm sure there's better things to do with your time. But anyway, we've got some emails. We have an email today. I'm gonna, uh, Well, let's do iTunes first because those are quick and quippy. Uh, first, we have one from Beatra. She says, so fun. She mm. said, heard you on Murder, She Wrote podcast and thought you were so funny. Love to all queens. Thanks for keeping the mood light and happy. It's just what the world needs more of. And then rainbow heart, double heart, stars. Great. Well, thank you. Isn't that sweet? We think the world needs more of us, too. <laughs> We're happy to be there for the world. And yes, Murder, She Wrote is a podcast we're both on. That's a lot of fun. If you like Murder, She Wrote, you should... Uh, it's called Murder, She Spoke. Oh, Murder, She Spoke. Well, she wrote Murder, She Wrote, which is wrong. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Murder, We Spoke. Murder, it's We great. Spoke. That's a great. It's great. One. Check that out. Check it out. A lot of fun. Uh, another review we have here from... I don't know how to pronounce this. It's Jer Jerbikli. Uh, love five stars says this podcast is hilarious I love these guys heard them f- first heard them on high and mighty and I'm a fan for life well thank you that's for life sweet. for life that's quite a contract you signed we're gonna be doing this we're dead. dead yeah well, I guess we can stop doing this and they can still be fans they can still I still love episodes. I love Lucy that's true I still love her <laughs> Um, thank you guys that's very sweet we uh, appreciate love hearing that uh, we also have an email this comes from Eric Marshall and he says hello from Canada hey. oh hey one of our international listeners hello Eric uh, as a big fan subscriber and old queen myself hello uh, I must take umbrage with the zero given to beaches in the category of caper music 
Okay, go here we go. Otto Titzling is, in fact, a caper set to music. The song itself describes Philip de Brazier's plot and execution of the caper using caper-like words such as lurking and crept. As such, it would seem the beaches would deserve far, far better than the zero awarded. You're probably okay. right. What He's very do? right. But well, let me just finish this off. Thank you for making my commute to work fun. The fact that I was riled up enough to write an email about a movie I don't even care for is a testament <laughs> to how entertaining and funny you both are. Love the podcast and love the overly complicated scoring system. Keep up the great work. Regards, riled up in Toronto. Uh, you know what, Eric? You're correct. As and soon as I read your email, I was like, God damn it. I can't believe we missed that one. And if there's one thing this podcast is about, it's getting riled up about a movie you don't care about. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I'm so glad. Uh, thank you so much for uh, reaching out to us, Eric. I'm so glad you uh, like our commute. Uh, we help your, make your commute better. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I you, I'm glad you like our commute. Um, we love hearing from you yes, guys. Yes. We love hearing from all of our listeners, especially the international ones. I think that's yes. so fun. Uh, it tickles me when I see where what weird far-reaching places our podcast mm. is being downloaded at. Um, yes, is there anything it. else? The change is coming. Change we've is announced coming. it. We have announced it, but we've got one more movie before the big one change. One more movie before the big uh, change. Are, do you, why don't you let people know what this movie is and who our guest is? Well, the movie is Mike Lee's Gilbert and Sullivan bio film, or it's sort about of. a historical drama, mm-hmm. biographical, topsy-turvy. Yes. And our guest is the one and only Paul F. Tompkins. I know. Isn't that exciting? I'm very excited. I am very excited He's for this the whole too. reason I'm in alternative comedy. To <laughs> I will explain next week. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> very, very excited. He has no idea what he's walking into. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't let him leave. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, T-W-O Old Queens. Yes, and you can email us at Two Old Queens, also T-W-O Old Queens at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. Let us know when we get something wrong. We definitely got that Beaches thing wrong. I'm or sorry let us know we when we get wrong. something right. Yes. <laughs> the world needs love. We love positive reinforcement. Um, but yes, that is it. Uh, good Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. Produced by Alex Arche. Music by Danny Cohen. Art by Connie Shin. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.